You feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back from the future So if I pull the trigger in the past, it's no you and your future I'm still hustling, still hugging the block The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots I can't be stopped, that's what I told you I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas I'm cutting up white, smoking that green Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream I'm so sick, uh, check my throat quick My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks I'm like spoiled milk, the kid's gone bad Then it's the minutes my pen touches the pad uh, Niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria I got the beam of the colors, diarrhea, uh Tire strings on my feet cause I'm so fly Hopped out the DeLorean, it's Artie McFly Welcome to the Rick H Show. That means, yeah, there we go. What's up, yeah. everybody? Jasmine Ruiz is here. Slay with Jazz. Yeah. I, I, you guys hear the claps, right? Am I yeah. yeah, we hear the clap. Okay. That's why I do this, because I'm getting ready. Our <laughs> special guest today is none other than stand-up comedian and fellow podcaster, Clayton Williams, ladies and gentlemen, live from Buffalo, New York. Hello. Hello. What's up? How's it going? Oh, man. Um, uh, growing up is hard. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. When you try to leave work at your normal time and you try to catch a train just to get to your house early, you miss a stop. <laughs> and what turns a 71-minute trip altogether into a three-hour adventure oh (laughs) slave me you you fell asleep on a train (laughs) no so uh um before we begin i take that line double r to get back home uh i happen to i never take the train that transfers i hate transferring today i happened to jump on one of the trains that i had to transfer at jamaica so uh, me trying to multitask and get this episode ready and up and going, I'm on the phone, I'm looking up, I'm looking up, I'm looking up. Next thing I know, I'm in Queens Village, which is way uh, past Jamaica. Yeah. So I had to get off, wait for, because it's not like the MTA trains don't run like every five, whatever minutes. It's like every 15 minutes, every 30 minutes. So I had to walk across, take a train back to Jamaica uh mm. wait 40 minutes at jamaica and then finally get on the train to get home that was my that's adventure. one hell of a ride i'm sorry that's, you have to do that. that's, that's too much <laughs> that got me tired and i just heard it do you <laughs> want to know why it happened i know normally... you're working on the phone i know Maybe i because you have that mess hat on and that's bad luck Man. <laughs> best team in new york best team in new york uh no I'll... why i why it happened is because i left the house, the job, the house. I left the ho- the job three minutes over my normal. So I leave at 355. Ah. So mm-hmm. I'm able to leave five minutes early. I left at 403. And by the time I got to Penn Station, my normal train right mm-hmm. in my face. So mm-hmm. Clay Williams is here. Yeah, uh, Clay, how have you been? I've been good, Thank man. 
been just working, doing shows, uh-huh. just trying to trying to live, man. How about y'all? Well, uh, Jasmine and I have been doing very well. Jasmine was announced as the official host, uh, co-host of the show. Host who, you know, absolutely, yeah. Uh, super you excited. Get you into intro a little bit more, like you yeah. Know. I mean, I I have to shoot like more. I'm I, we've shot a few things, but I have to shoot more like in person stuff with her. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll plan some stuff out. We 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 gonna got, make that intro make an entire episode. Like, uh, <laughs> was it too long? Did you? We're gonna lengthen it a little bit. We're gonna. It's gonna be an, a, the whole intro and then like two minutes of the pot. Like, no, <laughs> I got no disrespect to anybody on the intro. I gotta shorten it somehow, you know, and gotta remove some people. I just hope some certain people don't get offended. No, but I like it. It's fun. I mean, you could, you could, there's creative ways to shorten it, you know, and not cut people out. What if you had, like, at the end, like a quick, like, like, you know, like when you go through cards, Mm -hmm. so everyone. I tried that. You know, we did the three people view. Maybe I go to six, and then uh, the thing is cutting out Ellie Jazz and Craze and stuff like that. You know, I don't want nobody to feel offended, Mm -hmm. but I do need to have. You you don't have to cut nobody out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So happy June to you both, uh, Jazz. So let me give you a little background on my man Clayton right here. Uh, he has yes, a podcast that is called "Nobody Watches Everything." That's so um, in the beginning of, <laughs> yeah, I hate when people are like, "Yo, you seen that show?" And I'm like, "Dude, I no. seen like five shows in my whole life." What is- I think Clayton is one of the most knowledgeable movie people I know, and he mm. hasn't seen it. So, yeah, for real. There's a lot of stuff that I haven't he, seen, and I'm very shocked sometimes. <laughs> well, like the first season, they were putting the movies on randomizer, and whatever movie came up, Clay and his partner Rick, the more handsome Rick, uh, <laughs> would watch the two movies, write notes, and then they record a nice 30, 45 hour pod on what they saw. Now, uh, sometimes you. it could be a great thing, you know, Ace Ventura 2. Uh, mm-hmm. They ruined it for me. Sometimes it could be an awful <laughs> thing. Um, That's what everyone tells us, man. Like, everyone tells us. Hey, you got us that spoilers in it. there. Yeah, not even just spoilers. It's just, yeah. If you love the movie, yeah. Like, if you love the movie, and then we, like, you haven't watched it in like 20 years or something, and then you're mm. like, oh, yeah, that wasn't good. Like, that, like, like, uh, like, like, you must, you might have loved it. You remind people like, that is mm-hmm. bad. Yep. Yeah. You were yeah. like, you saw when you were like 10, it was hot, but now, <laughs> like, now you're in your 30s. That is, like, yo, 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 that happened to me recently, okay? With, with what Every now movie? and then, I, I, I'm going to drop it. Every now and then, I'm like, yo, I want to watch like an old nostalgic Disney movie. And okay. The mm-hmm. cartoons never disappoint. They're always good. Uh-huh. I, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I oh, no, no. I'm gonna watch- Honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh. And then my fiance is like, Jazz, like that's like a, a movie for little kids. And I'm like, yo, I remember that movie being fire for anybody. What are you yes. talking about? Right. So uh-huh. we rent the movie. I paid $4 for it. And wow. then like five minutes in, I'm like, <laughs> I can't watch this. This is like not it. Damn. Um, poor Rick Moranis <laughs> is not getting a win anywhere. Uh, I really wasn't... It wasn't. It wasn't good. See, it I wanted to watch. 
honey, I blew up the kids recently, and I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't. Like, <laughs> let me just keep the memory. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish I had just kept the memory. I, I got up until the part where they went into the garbage bag, and I was like, I remember that. Oh, that's the so best epic. part. That's mm. what I thought. And then I saw it, like, and I was like, that's no, it. I have to see no. it more. <laughs> I have to see it now. Yeah, put um, it on for your kids, and you'll and you'll see. I well, um, Clayton ruined a few movies. Well, not just Clayton, but Rick also. Um, <laughs> and then I was a guest on their podcast, and we saw mm-hmm. Top Gun. Coincidentally, the, the new Top Gun is out and is killing it in the movie theaters. And we all three of us came to the collective agreement that Top Gun was uh, mostly montages for "Take My Breath Away." Yeah. And- <laughs> And uh, not a lot of surprising, like, real action. No. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, nothing the, happens in that movie. And the villain, what was his name? Oh, my God, he had the super racist name. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't the, it the, wasn't villain. the villain. He uh, was like, he was like, there was ice, and then, like, the black dude had some kind of, like, like, sh- uh, like weird-ass, like, shade or something. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was like there's only one black dude, and he, like he's called like Midnight or something. I'm like, yo, oh come on! I kid you not. I kid you That's not. Up. Um, yeah. I saw something else. We, what What's... was it? Oh, Why you looked that sundown. up? Sundown. Sundown. Yep. Sundown. <laughs> I'm like, damn. That's grimy. That's grimy. It's not even a cool freaking like character name. Like you know, there's like oh. Viper, Ice. You know, Maverick. Yo, you're gonna be sundown, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, dude's barely in it, and he gets to be called Stinger. I'm like, yo, there's. <laughs> like, <laughs> the man, gotta be sundown. <laughs> have you watched the new one? I have not seen the new one. No, I haven't either. But um, you're gonna maybe, have to go see it. Maybe we should I, do a uh, nobody watches everything and spoil that I, shit for everybody. I mean, I I will. I've heard it's good, so I'll, I'll be, I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> Have you ever watched any bad movies on purpose to see if they're good? Oh, all the time. Most oh. like, I I love bad movies. Like Those are the it's best. like they're the funniest movies. Like that was like the the first season of the pod where mm. we got all the random movies. Like that was a little hard, but like it was also mm-hmm. fun because you're like I would have never watched half of these movies like dust up. yeah yeah dust up the tooth fairy like not even like oh the tooth fairy you would think about like there's like like seven movies called the tooth fairy and this one was just like some budget movie on like pluto or something and <laughs> like, it's, wow. it's, yeah it was damn it was shades incredible. of pluto <laughs> <laughs> there was one that was like really like when I saw it, I was like, who did this cover for this film? Um, and was this Which a child? One? It's in the first season. I'm trying to... Maybe it was Dust Up. Dust Up has, like... The Dust Up cover... It's like the, the yellow cover, about- right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a... Yeah, it's like a painting. And it's like the, the cover is more interesting than the movie. But the movie is mm-hmm. weird as hell. So it's... Yeah, but... Yeah, I love a bad movie. I I, I fuck with a bad I, I movie. I love a bad movie too. <laughs> I love so, me a good uh bad JLo movie. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. So the last time I was in the theater was to watch JLo's second act. 
Oh, no. I swear to God. That was so I, bad. That wasn't even movie. a good bad movie. That was just a what? bad bad movie. That movie was great. It was phenomenal. Are you joking <laughs> with me? You're messing with me. I love me so that, Jennifer Lopez. So that I, movie was so bad that like I put bad. it on and I couldn't. I just like I, I literally like fast forwarded it really? just to like get the plot. With Leah Remini, you didn't like it. It was. Good. I like Leah Remini, was... but it just it just wasn't a good movie. You just don't believe someone could lie their way into a big corporation like that. Oh, uh, I I haven't you even seen the this. plant the plant like the actual like resolution mm-hmm. of the movie like it wasn't that wasn't a good resolution. Mm-hmm. And then they I... had like the tacky love story like. About uh, the abortion, I was like, "What? <laughs> Yo, I gotta see this movie." From? Like, you didn't even need that in the movie. Like, I'm so sick and tired of movies having this tacky love interest attached. I'm just like, "Oh, please make a stop." So, uh, you prefer her falling in love with like the weird dude or something? Like, I, or you don't want oh, the love oh. story? Like, yeah, I didn't watch the I didn't watch some the 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 famous Maluma movie, but I oh. liked Made in Manhattan. Oh, oh that I one. Liked, Wait. I Monster saw that one too. Long. Damn, what's you, the name? You know, uh, the one oh, marry me, marry Ken. me, marry me. Yeah, I didn't me. see that one. I saw that, but the I, last... I heard it was like low key half half the movie was a concert. Mm. It was pretty good. It was pretty. I, it was pretty good. <laughs> like full on performances, entire songs in the movie. That it was a little bizarre. I I love the uh, the movie enough. Like where oh. she beats up. Like that movie is. Hilarious. Hands down, number one J-Lo movie. <laughs> number one. Like, like, she's like pretending to be Italian and she beats up this dude. I'm like, yo. Yes. Yes. Oh, she that just gets so casted good. in the most random films. Um, have, you, have y'all seen uh, uh, The Boy Next Door? No. Is that the oh, one I where... Know. I haven't seen that one. Is that like oh. a thriller one? Yeah, she's a she's a teacher who's like sleeping with her like her neighbor. Like the dude's supposed to be like eighteen. He's clearly like thirty six. And I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, yo, <laughs> that joy's hilarious. I think I I might have seen a good ninety percent of all of Jennifer Lopez's films. She just won a movie award. Yeah, with the Icon Movie Award. Shout out to J Lo. For Shout being a nice um, I'm gonna say this though. Uh, I've been to a Jennifer Lopez concert. It was the one where uh, she was celebrating like, her 50th birthday at MSG. She is one hell of a performer. She puts on a yes. great show. She brought out her daughter, who also mm. can sing. It she was can amazing. Sing. Oh, uh, one funny story about the concert. Um, so it's very loud, and you know, my wife bought the tickets online. And we get there, we're sitting in the handicap section. That's not the worst part of the story. So the concert's like flowing. Um, she's at playing the hits. I gotta, you know, I gotta let little fart go, you know. So I'm trying to do it discreetly. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to do the I think I told this story before, but I'm trying to do it discreetly. So my wife is there jumping, and I'm like, yeah. So um I'm looking around, you know, the music is loud. The <laughs> people in the wheelchairs next to us won't hear anything. At ass level. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just they don't fail in their face. Uh, you know, I tried to, I applied a little too much pressure. <laughs> so it came out uh, extra saucy. 
So I, I had to go to the bathroom, believe it or not. Um, then you sharted? You sharted? At, at the J-Lo concert? J-Lo. <laughs> Yo. It's my party concert. You couldn't wait. <laughs> With people I... at ass level? <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Rick. I'm that. That's. Um, I felt so terrible that I ran into the bathroom because it was like my wife was like, "Yo, you alright? Yeah, I gotta be right back." So I, I ran into the bathroom. I locked the door, man. Uh, I had to discard those uh, beautiful undies and you're right. Know, you look like you took the yourself. shit. Yeah, she's like, "You okay?" Your face looked like you took a shit. <laughs> I told her afterwards that she was dying of laughter. Yo. That That's is so fun. funny. So anytime JLo's brought up, that memory comes. <laughs> I got you. I'm always, <laughs> always thinking when you sharted. Uh, JLo, I took a shit. <laughs> That's how good it was. It just it was yeah, amazing. Yeah. JLo me sacó la caca. That's how good it was. <laughs> Stop, yo! Uh, you gotta uh, make that. You you should just mm. take that clip and. We, we make a song of it. J Lo, like like do some dembo, dembo do your Dominican yeah. thing. I will, I will. So Clayton, man, I, I recently saw you were doing a uh, a set. Clayton's a really good stand up comic. Um, and some hecklers were in the crowd, and you just yeah. went in on homie, like oh, oh do uh, tell, yeah, please. Yeah. So I was doing this show, and like the show was like weird. Like the dude earlier. Like, he was, like, messing with the crowd, like, uh-huh. so he could get someone to fight him, essentially. And then, like, a dude, like, it was a whole night was just wild. Uh-huh. And then yeah. these, like, women were drunk, just talking the entire time. Like, oh, they just... God, oh, it was the women. Way. It wasn't... A, it wasn't... Yeah. Yeah, like... The whole, oh, you like... have to violate the lady. <laughs> <laughs> How do that... y'all just, like, old white Ain't nobody dress... say that. That two-drink <laughs> minimum didn't work out that night, huh? Exactly. <laughs> I'm having to yell at this old white lady dressed like Tupac oh, off the death row cover, just like black turtleneck and chain. <laughs> she was cold. This, this is in Buffalo. Yeah. This, oh my awful. god. Uh, so, but you, the crowd started like laughing because you went in on them. I love. You know what? <laughs> Thank you for doing that. First of all, the crowd needs to understand if a stand-up comic is doing a fucking set. You can't rush the stage. You can't mm-hmm. heckle. If you heckle, get ready to get your ass lit up. Yeah. Absolutely. I can see. I'll send Jasmine the clip. I can see <laughs> it in, in Clayton's face. Like, yo, fuck my set. I'm about to do <laughs> it. Dude, it happens so much. Like, mm-hmm. where you're like, all right, let's. Like, you act like I'm not on stage. That's like the crazy part mm-hmm. with hecklers is that, like, they, they get like that in the dark confidence and then like you like they already paid me i'm gonna, I'm just gonna fuck with you, <laughs> you paid me to shit on your life yeah like, like you 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 went in the, you put put money down you got a sitter you did all this so i could insult you because you wanted to goof up like damn cut it out like that's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. as simple as that like i love messing with hecklers mm-hmm. like do, do you God, do a lot of do? crowd work or or is uh you don't you you stay away from it or I do I do some crowd like so when I'm doing like longer sets or show like Mm -hmm. sometimes like if I'm in a like an actual club Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'll do like limited crowd work just Mm because it's like you know what I'm not 
I'm like not the mo- most important person on the show. Like I'm a middle, like a, I'm a feature. So like you got like your the headliners and stuff, and I'm like the the dude just before them. So I'm like I'm like I'm not gonna try to mess up the show because uh-huh. then the headliner has to deal with that energy. So I'm like yeah, that's fine. But if I'm like closing out a show like a bar show or some other place, I'm headlining. Mm-hmm. So I'm like all right, it's whatever. Like they're there for you. You know, you feel like oh I'm the headliner. I can do this. <laughs> it's it's more like it's just like I'm have like I'm having fun. Uh-huh. These are the times when you can like riff some stuff and like you come up with new material a lot of times yeah. especially when someone says something weird and you're like i would never even have said anything but now i'm like yo all right this is this is something different uh-huh. and it's also like it's just funny because like yeah they'll get like super confident and they like because they're drunk and they like feeling themselves and they're like i got something hot to say and then they're like <laughs> oh, all right never mind like they're like like, like yeah, has there yeah, been a, yeah. a, a headliner that like when they're coming you're coming off like yo bro i was about to do some jokes on that and now i gotta change my set or like someone that you know uh, you kind of because sometimes you get in the mood when or in the mode <laughs> when you're there and people are feeling you and they're laughing hard at your jokes mm-hmm. and you're in that zone you're just like fuck it i'm gonna go for it and then kind of like it's hard because the comic has taken all the air out the room I'm. I'll, I'll say I've had a, I had a headliner recently. I'm not gonna oh. say who it is, just because like Fuck it, who is it now? Pull them on, Nico. If you're not ready to say it, leave it on the playground. <laughs> leave it on the playground. No, he was like he was cool. It was just mm-hmm. like he was like I have a, a joke like like with a similar subject. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, man, you you want me to not do it?" And he was like, "No, you can do it." And I'm like, "No, do you want me to?" Like he was just kind of like, I was like, "Man, like, why don't I, you set it then?" I was like, "Why?" I was also I'm like, "I watch your set. We're not anything alike." Uh-huh. Uh, so it's just like, like you don't need to. Like I don't mm-hmm. know if you're not feeling comfortable or you were yeah. like open your because we don't have any similar jokes. Like there's some intimidation like, there. I think. You I'm not gonna heat. say that's that. what happened. <laughs> you brought the heat, okay? When you're doing well, Wait, but how do you know that you guys had similar material? Did you tell him, or or was it no? Because he's like listening to me. He's like listening to my set. Like you're like oh, in the green room, and you hear, and it's like we we don't have similar jokes. It was uh-huh. literally like just he said he had a jerk off joke, and I'm like, yeah. Who? We're what all, comedian doesn't have yeah. a lot of people <laughs> jerk off jokes? Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're dudes. Of Even course, you have a jerk off. <laughs> yeah, everyone has a jerk off joke, and it's like, like it's not going to be like jokes. Yeah, his joke is, and it's like his thing is so different than mine. And mm. I'm, I was like, all right, yeah, I, I can stop doing it, and I did fine. And then, like the last shows of the the weekend, I was like, he, was, I'm like, it's not the same, even remotely type of thing. So also, I'm like, I, I can guarantee you, people do want to laugh at jerking off more than once. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you that's, know, that's a hard part about some of these shows. But that's also in general of like, mm-hmm. if people aren't confident about themselves, because I know there are a lot of comics who yeah. don't want like. There's some black comics who don't want black dudes opening for them because they're afraid really? that they're gonna have the same types of jokes. And cool. like what kind of shit it, is that? Oh, That's it's it's cool. wild. It's wild. I, I, and it's like and it's like, but it's also like if you think that's gonna happen, it's like 
maybe you should make better jokes or like wh- why do y'all think like this is going to be the same like if y'all putting yeah. out the same material then someone needs to change like it's just Absolutely. like or maybe you shouldn't be in stand-up comedy I think real, comedy like, is all about your own energy and yourself and like yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't matter about the topic especially yeah. when things are like it's so relatable because it's part of mm. the human experience. Everyone's going right. to joke about it. So just bring your energy, your vibe, like, mm. and your type of humor. And the point and, of and view is, is always different. Like we were talking mm. about jerking off jokes. Yeah. It depends on where the, where the premise is coming from. Like, is it coming from left field? It depends on how people think also. So yes, but that's Everyone kind of ridiculous. I wouldn't be like, yo, I don't want no, Latino stand, no Dominican stand up. Yeah, opening up. I'd be like, yo, can you bring some more? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Can you bring some more Puerto Rican women over here? (laughs) It's like it's that's the that's the the sad part about some people is Mm. that like you you watch them and you're like, okay, the fact that everyone can do that. Like I remember, like Comic View used to do like those compilations of like Mm. people, and it was like there shouldn't be like six people doing the same joke. Like everyone's doing the Michael Jackson smoking crack joke, like down to the, the same steps and shit. And I'm like, that's not a good thing to show people because it's like, you got all these, like these people who are like just doing it. It's like, yo, now what's the point of that? Like that just exposes how easy that is. And that just makes them look bad because now it's like, well, Oh boy, just did the same fucking like word yeah. for word almost. But y'all, this is supposed to be. I'm supposed to spend money on you when another nigga does the same thing, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, are would you say your style is uh, about things you love? Like you know, uh, you have a deep, 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 deep love for the city of Buffalo, um, and of course the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. and you're you love movies, you love craft beer. Um, you and your wife. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, is your most of your sets about shit like you know you're at a brewery and then you see like a couple and they have a baby and then you can't enjoy your beer because you're still thinking like why the hell would you bring a baby to a brewery? You know, is <laughs> is your bits like like I'm that guy in the is it inspired by your life? Yeah, by your life. My like my bits like so a lot of it is like yeah observational stuff like mm-hmm. uh like it's. I'm inspired by just like not only what's going on right now, just like a lot of wild shit, but like how people don't pay attention to this kind of stuff or they don't think about a lot of things. Like when I talk, my, my jerking off joke is about me being a wrestling fan. Okay. And me jerking off. Yeah. It's like to an old female wrestler. So I'm like, no, 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 no. Is it China? Cause that's the only one I know. Yeah. It is China. That's the oh. joke. That's the joke. <laughs> Yo, China was the bitch. She was that bitch back in the day. I used she to watch was... wrestling and be like, "That's what's up." Yeah, exactly. That was the joke. She was the first female wrestler to uh, break the mold. Before yeah. her, it was just like uh, these attractive women that they threw in the ring and didn't really have much skill, except for Sunny, which. Uh, has a lot of legal I mean, issues right now, and yeah, she's out going here through like, it. Fucking crazy taxiing people. It's just not, <laughs> yeah. Like she, yeah, Sunny's going in the box. Like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah. Man, but China, Damn. yeah, like shit. People, I can see that. China. That's a great bit. That's a great. Bit. It, I have a question. Yeah, 
No, no, finish what you were going to say. No, no, go. No, no, please. Okay. Yeah. So, what is your take on society's uh-huh. new obsession with ending humor that could potentially be offensive? And, like, do you, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's it. That's why okay. she's on the podcast. No, so to I ask the intelligent love, questions. <laughs> I love so I love that because I'll be honest, people don't complain about something if it's clever. Mm-hmm. Like real like real talk, you've heard someone say something wild to you, but it's funny. And like people have gotten away with like if they like you, if you're saying something like with an idea, or in like there's like, oh shit, that's actually really clever. People don't get mad about stuff. That's like a thing that people like. I know there are people who will get upset, and mm-hmm. those people just are going to get upset. That's there's just always that's somebody different. out there, right? In but but, re- but realistically, like I've said some stuff on stage, and it's like, yeah, this is it's good because so people laugh because so you think it's just, the quality of the joke. Yeah, because it's it's because I hate an easy joke. A lot of times, like mm-hmm. when you're hitting mm-hmm. on some, even when you're doing a dirty joke, like there, there has like I want to hear something clever because it's 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 like how people are like being transphobic or whatever. I'm like, uh-huh. yo, what about like okay, like you're saying this and this ain't even the funny part. Like this ain't even the interesting part. Yeah, about this, like where it's like if you knew anything about trans people, they go through so much. Like I was like writing a joke about how uh when i was younger like people used to think i was a girl all the time like because i have like long really? eyelashes and i had like big hair and i remember Snuffle even with a yeah e- yeah <laughs> like even with a like a chin strap beard and like i remember this uh, old dude opened the door and said here you are ma'am and i was like yo and, and in my Thank mind you. i'm like i understand how like how fucked up it is like where i'm like you have trans people who are obviously showing you who they are and you're still calling them out and being rude to them. Like, like just for me, I'm not, but like, you clearly mm-hmm. see that I'm showing you I'm a dude right now. You're still yeah. going to call me miss. Like that's yeah. like, <laughs> like, but let me so, ask you something. I, like, so do you, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to cut you off, but uh, do you feel now that we're in the subject, um, do you think Dave went too far? Yes. No. You think he went too far? I think he went too far because that special came out and like, I respect the hell out of Dave Chappelle, but uh-huh. when that special came out, look at all the stuff that was going on. COVID. They, 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 they attacked the Capitol. They did all, all the craziest things happened in the two year span that this special, like that he could have been talking about mm-hmm. and he's doing trans jokes. Like that's not, that wasn't even important. But in the, the two I, like I think it in was two years. Mm. All right, so here's my take on the Dave thing. I think uh, the point was missed completely when he made the joke about the baby, and um, I just think he was trying to hammer home that we live in a society now where you could just be completely canceled for saying something instead of back in the days where there was room for error, but now you have to be so perfect and so precise on all the time. Like even me, when I'm doing a post, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, I don't want to offend anybody. 
and and I, I'm I'm in a creative circle, and also like I, when I'm writing stuff, I don't want to offend anybody, and I right. and I feel like sometimes you 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 lose some of the authenticity of what the material that you're writing because you you're, you're censoring yourself. And mm-hmm. to what point are we going to do that? I mean, it, it, it's mm-hmm. it's a valid point where you want to respect people. But um, I, I've heard jokes being done. I've heard a joke that's being done that was done terribly. And on, I've heard a flip side, a joke about the same subject mm-hmm. done tremendously. And it has to do with if people fuck with you, if they feel like you're being real and it, in the type of... Um, uh confidence that you put into the joke and the material it's it's not even it's not even the comp it's the like having the acknowledge so when you hear his bits about like i'll bring up um i'm only talking about the one where he said the baby killed someone yeah right what what the baby was said was so stupid it shouldn't have been but i think dave took that example because the baby did kill someone at walmart out of self-defense Allegedly, because he just, just yeah. They, but they there's there's the also like you can see him. The biggest problem with the way Dave is handling this is like I understand the idea he's trying to get across, uh-huh. but one Dave is too smart to fuck up like that. Yeah, because you can watch him his like the the two special before that. Yeah. he's talking he's about point. Like he's talking about like um. Like just OJ and like, hmm. or talking about um, uh, Emmett Till and that whole that whole special is connected to that like kicked her in the pussy type that joke, but it's so smart and it's so like layered. Yeah, this is in the that. one he lands at the end, right? Yeah, because yeah, he cares about that and because mm-hmm. he actually knows that subject. He doesn't care about this, and not in the same way. And no, so, like, the I fact think he's, that he's just trying to protect. But he's also like and the so space the, for comics. Well, there's a there's there's a difference between it where it's like no one is talking shit about that joke, even though it could be construed as offensive. But it's because mm. he is writing it so well because he knows about it. Mm. When you approach this, the fact that he's talking about this like there aren't black trans people, they, like he they, talks about yeah. that like there aren't black gay people. Mm-hmm. He's talking about a, a real thing, mm-hmm. but he's. Because if he has to mention black trans people, then the whole joke doesn't make sense because it's like you're talking about like white supremacy. You're not talking about trans people. You're talking about white supremacy. And you're in like the real thing about this is that like understanding that, yeah, there are people who are going to be sensitive because that's how people want. Like some people just don't have any power and they want to attack people and they want to be a lot. But it's also like. If you if a lot of I watch a lot of dudes who are like real tough and talking, they get mad and they complain about cancer. But it's also like if you were in real life, if you're talking about like how how it was back in the day, if you said something foul, a nigga punched you in the face and you yeah. dealt with it. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is a verbal punch in the face, but you're all acting like, yo, you can't be punching people just because you got upset because someone with a hundred followers got mad at you over some bullshit. Like, <laughs> like, let's be real. Like these are billion like millionaires mm-hmm. who don't have to worry about anything and it does it affects them and then like doubling down like defending free speech is different than being like yo i can't say anything and it's like you can say whatever the fuck you want but also act like you're gonna get punched in the face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, except the repercussions 
Yeah. Like, right. like take it on the chin and be like, you know what? I was wilding. That's it. Like, but that's how that they everyone's you don't trying think to act. This is so do you think any are though? Like, go ahead, Jazz. Mm-hmm. I'll follow. I was gonna up. say, do you think any topics are off limits? Like, do you believe in that? Because no. a lot of comedians are like, nah, no topics are off limits. Like, what are you? What's your take? I mean, I, I, Andy Haynes specifically, he, he's about to do a special on comedy. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Andy, and he said he would never ever in his life do a trans joke. And this was in 2018 when he said mm-hmm. that to me. And it's and, he's like, those people live a hard enough life. Why would I want to? Right. If you have, like, I don't think anything is off limits if you are approaching it the right way. Mm-hmm. Because there's about, like, you can that's do a, a matter trans of perspective, joke. no? Well, not even just, you, there's not even this, like, an amount of perspective. Because there is a part of the perspective where someone could just be like, I'm not listening. I'm not paying attention. Mm-hmm. But you also know that if you're doing something out of malice, you know you're doing something out of malice. Like I, you can be like, there's a difference between being like, some calling someone fat and then making fun of the fact that they were wearing a weird shirt that didn't fit. Mm-hmm. Where you're like talking, and then you're talking about like, yeah, I know, like I like, I do jokes that I like that get people quiet. Like I do jokes about religion, but I'm also like you listen to what I'm saying and how I approach it and how I'm mm-hmm. talking about it. If you're, if you're listening to what I'm saying, cause there's going to be the person who's going to be upset mm. and because they want to be upset because that's their mode. And I know that's a, it seems like that's a lot of people just because the internet is made of like the, only the loudest voices. Yeah. Which are complainers. It's the minority, <laughs> but, yeah. but the majority at the same time, but it's, but at realistically you also, people know, that you're what you are like they know that you're not a shitty person i've had to tell that Mm -hmm. to a lot of open micers who come up and they're saying like this wild foul shit and it's like no one no one knows who you are Uh no one has any idea and if you come up and you start saying abortion this and punch a baby that and that and stuff and it's like that's the only thing they know about you is that you're foul if you establish yourself as being like a good person and approaching topics in a way that makes sense, where it's like, I'm having this conversation with you and you understand, like, not even like, even if you didn't know me, you understand that I'm, I'm not saying that people like everything should just be like, yo, let's make fun of gay people and this and that. It's like, Uh no, if you understand their plight, you understand what can be funny about their plight. Uh You understand that it's like, like you because you know yeah i get get what you're saying you're like approach it in a way that like you're bringing an intelligent and empathetic thought into the Mm -hmm. conversation and you're making comedy out of something that everyone could be like oh yeah don't approach it in a way where you're just being a dick about and you're like (laughs) like a bully Mm -hmm. i get get what you're saying because you're approaching delivery is everything and and showing like that you understand and have an, have an understanding about the topic of discussion that you're about to make fun of mm-hmm. is definitely like a good way to like show people I'm not a dick. Yeah, if your friends are clowning you, you under like they they you know that they're not they they right. love you. Uh-huh. If a stranger says the same shit, you're like yo, like if someone came up like if yeah. a stranger yeah exactly don't shit get and, hit yeah exactly <laughs> and that's what and these dudes are getting upset. It's because they're strangers to the topics. Mm, so right. I got, I got an example for you. Earthquake mm-hmm. 
well-known comic legend mm-hmm. in the game. He's he did a new special, and the special revolves around health and mm-hmm. and and making sure that you check up on yourself. Uh, and he talks about first time in his life getting a prostate exam. Um, and then he goes on and he saw the doctor's fingers and he's like, you're not putting that NFL knuckle off my ass or whatever. Give me your pinky. <laughs> and then he talks about how <laughs> when the doctor did the examination on him, like he fell to his knees, he felt weak. And he's like, oh, hurry up, get it out, get it out. <laughs> and he's like, I, I got a newfound respect for the gay community. If I can't take a pinky, but you take a dick every night, you know, so that's how he went about that joke. Um, and mm-hmm. I didn't see anything wrong with it at all because mm-hmm. that wasn't his actual main point. His actual main point was, look, I'm a, I'm an older black man. Uh, we have some issues, some health issues. We mm-hmm. want to take care of those issues first. And he, and he starts off talking about COVID, you know, COVID is something that taught us health is wealth. You know, we have mm-hmm. all these underlining issues. And if you have, uh, insurance, Go check yourself out. And he's like, that's mm-hmm. and that's how it's a brilliant special. He did just like Dave. He started out with something and was able to out to go out through the entire special and ended on a similar joke. Gotcha. Um, so it, it's things like that. I get where your point is coming across. I just felt Dave was at a point where he was frustrated and he wanted to push back at uh because it's kind of it's crazy when a lot of people that you don't know go after you on the internet. And it yeah, might not yeah. even be trans people per se. It might just be crazy people in their basement with nothing to do, stirring up shit, stirring up the pot. But I, I also think he wanted to talk about his okay. friend. Because he, it, was, he it did. was inspired by his friend. Mm-hmm. And what's what's sadder is that he like he put out a like a short video beforehand. Before that special came out, that was better than that because mm. he talked about that friend and it was like him being intimate and like he's getting these little jokes off, but he's being real because that like what he handled it in the special and the fact that he's talking about he, he really wants to talk about like racism and white supremacy in this situation. Mm-hmm. He, he approached Which is it what like, he should have stayed on that subject. But the worst part about it is that him talking about his trans friend, he was doing the same thing as when someone says, I got a black friend. Yes. That's how he approached it. I feel that. I feel that. Because that's like, if this real, because he's, he's multiple times. He said, I don't, I don't pay attention to any of this stuff, but you made four specials. And then the last one, when the world fell apart and you are known for speaking like, some real truths and real hitting on stuff and really like taken into task. Mm-hmm. And you need to use that opportunity. And you spend an hour talking about trans people in the most wild way when mm. they literally attacked the government. They attacked yeah. the government. You didn't even mention it. Like you didn't even like you didn't mention all the crazy shit that happened. Like you didn't even touch on. And it was just like my guy. Like you're upset. Up. Like you, you like you, you, your pride got hurt because you've been like a, a chosen one and you got to be yourself all these years. And then you hit on a topic that you didn't understand that well. And now, because you were approaching something that you didn't understand that well, you slipped up because it was like, because he had some like ideas in the other specials. I was like, you know what? 
this works because you're talking about something real and the, and it's like this comes from some knowledge of that group and there's like some quick slick shit and you're like all right cool that's fine that's it people complaining about it i get it it's understandable to be upset but at mm-hmm. the same time it's like if he hadn't been all up on it that whole time he would have been fine because like when Kevin Hart had his shit, it's like, fuck, people don't remember the Kevin, like, they're not talking about the Kevin Hart shit, like, were they going I mean, to see Kev- Jumanji 7? Like, they're like, this is, like, they what, came what? At Kevin Hart. They came at ha- Kevin, but it's also like, he was like, all right, it's done. Or a tweet from 13 years prior. Yeah, and he's not even, that, and again, that's, and that's bullshit, because that's I also I think that's childish. so ridiculous. I think that because is so ridiculous. It's, I think, there's the, there's the, the, the line of like I people get real upset about the people calling people out t- part and that is truly like a yeah shut up it's not that serious because yeah. you just want to pile on stuff but then there's also like you're also a grown ass man like you're all in your 40s oh. you've you've had a person be upset with you shut the fuck up it's not that serious like if it was if it was serious like you like did you kill anybody did you know right. all right and, and he went on his ma- apology tour and that's what made it worse and it's like if you're mad about if you're mad about people calling you out what, fuck, who cares you're rich this ain't yeah. affecting your pockets like this like for like it real did. talk like it, it, did. it no it didn't oh it does he lost sorry. he lost oh, some it, stuff over that listen, oh man i'm sorry he lost gonna go into the and he has a nike like, like my dude's got a Nike. Like, I don't got a Nike. I, I, I get like, <laughs> like, 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 this, like, I'm like, the, everyone's talking about like, yo, you don't know how hard it is. I had to put away one of my Benzes. I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't cop a Ferrari this week. Like, yo, <laughs> like, cry like, like, me a river. I, I'm hungry. All right, <laughs> like, so. I understand it hurt that week, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it was more than a week though. My man had a documentary on that whole thing on Netflix. Yeah, I watched it and I was like, yo, I understand. My guy, I understand. But at the end of the day, you're fine now. Mm-hmm. Because at least you had a genuine moment of he was like, you know, I'm sorry. If if people want to keep going on it, then like mm-hmm. that's just them. And then it stopped because mm-hmm. he he handled it the right way of like, you know what? Should have handled it like that from the beginning. That's all this other, because it's the same thing. It's like because I'll, and I know I sound like I'm shitting on like comics about this and stuff, but I because I respect it, like because I'm in it and I respect it too much mm-hmm. for to let people be lazy. And then because mm-hmm. it's like because I'll, I'll also get into the fact that like yeah, people are whiny about shit and they're not even paying attention. They just want to be mad. Like mm-hmm. when kids were upset about Eminem making a like a joke about Rihanna, I'm like, you have never heard an Eminem song, have you? Like clearly <laughs> like, not. Like, like you Clearly only know not. you only know Call of Duty Eminem. I remember yeah. Eminem like beating and murdering his mama on songs, but y'all didn't hear that. Like so and his wife. Yeah, and his wife and all these. I'm like, yo, let's be real. Like, you don't know anything about something, and that's the same. And like in the grand scheme, if you don't know anything about something, Shut don't up. be yeah, exactly. Don't be the <laughs> don't be the expert yeah. on it. Like, don't <laughs> like like because you're clearly not paying attention. Okay, yeah. so uh, we're going to take a short 30-second break, and then uh, I'm going to give you a question, and then we're going to take a 60-second break because uh, I forgot these two things. Um, but, Clayton, I want you to think of two comics, Shane Gillis mm-hmm. and Louis C.K. Okay. 
Let's play this McDonald's ad and we'll be right back. This episode of the Rick H Show is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. Remember, no one feels more like a hero than mom or dad coming home with Happy Meals. As a kid growing up in Washington Heights, every Saturday, my mother would take me to our local McDonald's on 181st Street and she would purchase me my favorite meal, the Big Mac meal. It was some of my fondest memories of my neighborhood and my family. McDonald's. I'm loving it. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Favorite McDonald's meal, Chaz, go. Um, it, it doesn't exist anymore, but I really like the grilled ranch wrap with some french fries. Clay, you go to? Oh, shit. I, you know what? I used to like the Arch Deluxe. That was oh, like... shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was, was Yeah, that shit was good. They were like, that's the oh. adult burger. I was like, yeah, I, I fuck with that. Yo. <laughs> and they had like the real fucking bacon on that shit. Mm-hmm. Real bacon. Let's mm-hmm. play this uh, Infinity commercial. And Dr. G will be in the building. Dr. G is going to assess the world of comedy. And she's going to help out Clayton Williams. Uh, he, I say, keep saying she. I'm fucking up Dr. G's whole <laughs> thing right now. He, Dr. G's a man. You do it all without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec to Tuesday tennis to homework. Why do the kids have so much homework? Family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. And you do it all in style. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' orchestra recitals, not to mention your side hustle. That's why we created the fully reimagined Infiniti QX60. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof, ample cargo space, and available massaging front seats to bring the ease of luxury to your everyday. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you take on life and all the chaos it may come with in style. Learn more at InfinityUSA.com. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Dr. G. Yo, what's good? Thanks for having me again, Rick. I had to bring Dr. G into the building because a, a topic we haven't discussed with Dr. G is comedy. Um, and a good friend of mine, Clayton Williams, here. What up, player? What up, player? Is, what is, up, Dr. G? Is here. Uh, so, Dr. G, Clayton is a stand-up comic and a podcaster. Oh, word? Uh, you got jokes? Mm-hmm. I got a couple jokes. I got a couple. Hi, hi. <laughs> what is something clean can do to, uh, you know, become the best? The next Chappelle, the next Kevin Hart. I'm just throwing Chappelle in there because we were just talking about the next Kevin Hart. You know, the next Eddie Murphy. You know, what what are some things he could do to advance his comedy career? I don't know about advancing your career, but uh, I'm a bully. I'm a bully, so I'm gonna right. say hurt some feelings. Cause people these <laughs> All days, right, I like it. People these days are soft, and back mm-hmm. in my day, mm-hmm. when you roast somebody in the back of the building, mm-hmm. when dudes went home crying, that's how you know you were good. Oh, this is true. It's the only way. He also is a podcaster. What can he do uh, 
to get Rick and him have a podcast. What, what can I'm trying to get like y'all right now. Yeah. Like, this is like y'all got ads and stuff. Like, look at you. Oh, Clay, <laughs> I got something awesome. for you. I got something for you pretty soon. Uh, so so how can we help my man clean out? You know, in the podcasting game, in the podcasting game. Doctor G knows everything about everything. So the podcasting game. All right. So you want to talk to a lot of people? You heard okay. diversity. Get everybody right. up in there. Okay. And you gotta have some fly shorties. Okay. Have them right, make yeah. a poster and <laughs> yeah. put your yeah. podcast name on their cheeks. Okay. Throw that. Throw that I on like Instagram. this. <laughs> put that on IG. Clayton Williams. Names <laughs> on the cheeks. You heard? Gonna so, be a lot of listeners. What should he do? I mean, the Puerto Rican Day Parade is coming up this. Is it this weekend? It's coming up now. Yo, Puerto June, Rican weekend, baby. June happens to be Pride Month and the month of the Puerto Ricans. Um, yep. So what can we do to further Clayne's career, tie that in with the Puerto Rican Day Parade and the podcast? Watch a Puerto Rican movie mm. and talk about it on your podcast. OD oh. Puerto Rican movie, okay? Get some, get some old Puerto Rican actors. Go... Go look at the greats. Watch mm. a good movie. Talk about it. That'll be lit. That'll be lit. I, and in terms of comedy, Empire. <laughs> Empire. Empire. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, they gangsters. They gangsters out there, you know. What about Puerto um, Ricans I'm mad in they Paris? Didn't get me on the show. What'd you say? Puerto Ricans in Paris with Louis Guzman. Go, go, go! Watch it. Okay. Watch it. All right. Will Dr. G be at the parade this year? Dr. G. Dr. G gonna make an appearance. I'm gonna have a fly shorty. Have a, you, a couple. You're not shook that a couple shorties gonna be there that you're messing with? They I mean, all with it. They all with it? it. Okay. Dr. G, baby. Yeah, G got the cleanest beard I've ever seen. Like, I, I, I need oh, to know where no. your barber is. Like, 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 like that line is insane. Mm-hmm. Mm. Clean, do you mm-hmm. have any questions for G before we, uh, Dr. G, before we let You Dr. need any G advice? Go? Let me know. Yo, I need to know. One, how to get my beard like yours? Because I'm looking scruffy. Like I just, I'm looking garbage right now. Like G comes in. Also, I need the number for them butt cheeks. Like, all right, like, I need. If you can get I me, I got you. I got you. All right. So, so, so for the beard, you want, you want, want it, this pretty boy level. You gonna want to shape it up every two days. All right. All right the barber right. on call. It's a lot heard? of maintenance. Okay. God damn. It's a lot of maintenance. You know, I'm, I'm. I'm a little high maintenance. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> as far as the booty cheeks, I'm gonna have to take that take that off here. I'll give you some numbers. I, I, there I, we go. Numbers. I respect that. There we Word go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the always thoughtful and the always all wise and knowing Dr. G with uh, some good, good sound advice. You already don't know. You soft. already Wolves, know. And don't be soft. Advice. Don't be soft. Don't be soft. Slap some people soft. with these jokes. Yeah, word up. Word <laughs> up. I'm out of here. Deuce it. God bless. Dr. G. Oh, man. Dr. G's the best. Clayton, let's do this again. Yes. Let's do a part two to this episode. Uh... I don't have nothing next week. If we, if you want to come back next week, we do part two, talk right. about some more comedy stuff, and uh, 
you could get to meet Ricky Smooth next week. Woo! R and B sensation. I can't wait. So, uh, (laughs) can't wait. Uh, we were talking about comics and comics who've run into a rough patch. I think Shane Gillis. So, if, if for those of you who don't know, Shane Gillis, very funny guy, very funny comic. Uh, he got the job on Saturday Night Live on SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, auditioned a couple times, was announced as one of the new castmates, not just the writer, mm-hmm. and then some stuff resurfaced on his Twitter. No, it wasn't even a Twitter. So he has a podcast. Yep. And it was one of the early episodes. And I think 20 minutes of that episode was leaked or, or something like that. And they got him fired from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to cry me a river because Shane's doing pretty well out since then. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think all comics are going to run into something similar now in this day and age? And should they I deal mean, with it like Shane did? I mean, honestly, a lot of people are going to deal with something. Like, at the end of the day... If people want it, like they they're gonna get upset. Like I I know I said that like people should understand, but like yeah, people are gonna get upset. There are mm-hmm. some people getting upset, and I can understand mm-hmm. people getting upset with the situation. But he's doing what he's doing. Like he put out that special, and that special was good. Like I, I thought that was a he had a real good special, mm-hmm. and so like. I mean, if you're doing funny stuff, like, cause again, like him doing stand up, like the podcast situation, I'm like, yeah, I get it. It's, it's, it's fucked up. And his sketch and his stand up is awesome. His stand up is great. Like, his, yeah. like, how long ago was the, the thing that got him? The SNL, I think it was a year ago. About oh, a year. No, ago. I, it might be like longer than that, like now. It'd be like, I think it might be like, Almost three years, like before the pandemic. Like, was it really that bad? What did he say? Oh, it was. It Is was it actually. It was right before COVID. Yep. Um. It, well, I don't think. All right. So like he I, was doing like it. Yeah. Uh, like we podcast, and when we're podcasting, you know, I've said some shit on this show that has gotten me in hot water. Um. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the point of the podcast to yeah not everyone's gonna agree with you like Mm -hmm. i mean i I you know i rebuke the idea that people are not allowed to have controversial opinions i lost 1600 followers i think it was damn oh for the one statement i made Mm. it wasn't nothing negative it was about a specific person so Gotcha. Oh, you, it was your love for the Mets. Got it. You bought six hundred more for saying they the best in New York. Possible. Well, <laughs> it was it, it was an individual, you know, and, and he's got a really big following, and people mm-hmm. uh, people love to ride trends, and I, I let I let it go, and I let it be. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like. Where am I supposed to put like my opinions if if, if I was asked the question? Them. Yeah, and I and I stated it, and I first of all, it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Those are listeners that I didn't need then. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was upset with Joe Rogan for a while, but I've listened to some Joe's episodes recently, so mm-hmm. eventually, yeah. People get like at the end of the day, like I get being upset. On the pocket, because uh, Sam J had a great thing about 
this because she also used to write for SNL. Mm. And she's like, you went for the job. And like you knew they were going to there's stuff in the, the past like if if it's gonna pop up it's gonna pop up it's mm-hmm. like, that's how it is and you went for this job so you understand like the, the, the responsibility of the the job it's like okay i think people are searching too much or trying so, too hard because like again everyone wants to just feel like they're right but mm-hmm. not everybody's right like because also like that doesn't allow people to get a chance to change. Like mm-hmm. no one can like if you're if you've never fucked up, then you've never learned anything. Like you can like, 100%. like it's like yeah, your whole life is like blah blah blah, but you've never had an experience to learn what's wrong and what how you because again, like countries is old and like crazy. Like so much wild stuff has happened, like the stuff that used to be able to go like just 10 years ago it's like you gotta understand it's different we we've we've been we have iphone 14s now like it's time is different like like it's like so you gotta yeah. understand that like just recognize i agree i agree have you or jasmine this is a question for both of you ever uh because i talked about something that stepped in it yes um i did a joke about religion and oh, um, I think I asked you this one time. Yeah. yeah it's very difficult to talk mm-hmm. about religion because mm-hmm. people identify so closely with it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Just I write a lot of religion it. shit. And yeah, I, I hope it's. Just... Listen, I'm coming back with another joke about religion. Like, I'm, ri- I'm writing it now because I'm like, I want to joke about it. And it's my duty. Some of my favorite shit is from George right. Carlin. And he was notorious for it and and, and yeah. shit that I've, yeah. I've written on religion that show um, with the heckler mm-hmm. someone like meant because i i t- told a joke about religion and like the person was like you do realize buffalo is like such and such a percent catholic and i'm like so like you act like that's the only religion like 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 <laughs> Well, like, then this is for the other percent. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, you gonna get angry? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got it. Got it. Thanks for letting me know that fact. Yes. <laughs> Yo, but I'm I'm gonna say some shit about. First of all, I was uh, baptized Catholic. I got married in the Catholic Church, but that shit's like a mafia, you know. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, they, I was, they I, really I, cancel your ass out. Like they, you, they don't fuck with you. They don't fuck with you. Yeah, they yeah. excommunicate you except for for certain things. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's what yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, done. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if we're going, like, you... we could go there. We could go there. We could go there. Yeah, if you if you're really gonna get mad at me over like my jokes, it's like I did some way less. Like, God didn't kill me. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like there's, there's dudes walking around. With some bodies on them, and like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. I I think what I had said, I don't even remember the joke. Um, I think it was saying how like it's crazy how you know in church they're like go to confessional, go to confessional. I'm like, how often are the priests in confessional? Is this like a lunch, <laughs> a lunch yeah. daily ritual? <laughs> like, is that where they eat their food and talk to God? Like, because they're top of the list. They they they're must like know some, some good tea though. Oh, Just they know all the tea. It. What? 
think I mean, about they it. They they yeah, they make they make they make they make they make they make I completely understand why grandmas and older women love going to church. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent to speak to the priest afterwards to get the tea on what's going on in the town. That's what it is. They got big mouths. You think they telling them they they, Yo, they put you in there? You can't tell me. Oh my god, Gladys. Gladys. Did I tell you what Louise is doing? She gave me confessional on. It's between me and the Lord, but I'm going to let you know because I think you need to know. <laughs> Don't eat those flowers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Have you ever been? Have you ever been to confessional? Oh, uh, no. Um, I, I'm not Catholic, so no. Not, oh, God, you're lucky. I think that... <laughs> My grandma was, but I'm... <laughs> I, I, I think um, last time I was in the... Conf- you know what always bothered me? During the confessional, when you walk in, you have to state when was your last confession, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last time I was in confession was when I was in the seventh grade to do my confirmation so or or and before that it was to do my um first communion gotcha mm. yeah you did everything damn and, yeah and i got married i i, I, I haven't been ordained. <laughs> i got back at 13 and that's the last thing i ever did like. wow no so uh, for catholics when you go up to uh receive the body of christ you're supposed to go and confess your sins prior to that. Oh, wow. But I don't think anybody does that. I think they just go also, up there. I went and got that cracker. It ain't got no flavor. Ain't got no f- <laughs> Yo, so let me just say this, though. It's up in that bench. In a week yeah. or something. First of all, let's just say this, right? Like the Lord of Land, man. <laughs> shout out to Father Guerra, because Father Guerra used to dip the cracker in the wine. And he had actual hey. wine. In the joint, uh, and it was in wine because it tasted like whiskey. So I don't know what he was oh. putting in that cup. Um, I also been an altar boy now that I come to think about it. But man, you a priest at this point, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're playing in the choir too. No, like, I went, what? This is why most of my shit is from religion. So you played I, the organ, like, <laughs> I went to a Catholic uh, elementary school. I went to a Catholic, well, what you guys would call middle, uh, junior high, because my school was from kindergarten to the eighth grade. I mm. went to an all boys high school, which um, sadly my mother couldn't afford to continue to pay because she was going to pay for her son not to be getting a grade. So I went to public school, which was a big difference. You know, I went from. They're not Catholic over there. Nope. No, no, and there's no. girls <laughs> in the classroom. Unlike mm. in all hollow, so it was a different world for me. And then when I was going to college, oh yeah, what, what, where should I? It's oh St. John's, another Catholic location. So, mm. um, are you still Catholic? Did it stick? No, I. I so this is where I'm at at this point. This, <laughs> this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at with the religion thing. So I have baptized my son as Catholic. You know, um, I feel like it's every parent's duty to whatever, you know, pass on whatever religion. And at his point when he becomes an adult, if he wants to convert to some other, I've had some serious thoughts on converting to Judaism. So, Mm. or becoming Muslim. So uh, Mm. I just, 
I'm not at that. I'm still deciding. I love ribs too much. I can't do that. I want to. I want to know. Yeah, I know. So I'm trying to decide what religion is going to draft me. Yeah, I hear you. you. Feel me? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm I, in I love and Buddhism right now. I'm just. Uh, I, wanna... I, I was balling out in college now, and you know, there's some offers on the table. I'm trying to just, you know, I'm trying to figure out what benefits me and God at the same time. Got you. Know? you. They're gonna have Not you like have you on the cell phone crying and you put the yarmulke on mm-hmm. <laughs> and hold up the Torah like it's a jersey. The first pick <laughs> That's good. That is good. I mean, I'm already circumcised, so I don't you know I don't have to go through that whole shit. <laughs> right here, yeah. Shalom. Yeah. I will say um Shalom, baby. Shabbat dinner, I think, is a beautiful thing. It is. To be with your family every Friday, no phones, just together as a family. But Latinos, we have that. We have that. Except it's on Saturday. There's some extra beers added in there. And then there's, like, amazing foods. And a lot of great old school. I remember every Saturday, everybody went to my grandmother's house. And it was like a party, but it wasn't a party because everybody was just hanging out. But it turned into a party, and then like cousins from wherever would come, and you would leave grandma's house at like two in the morning. I yeah. love that. That's so sweet. That's how it was for us growing up. And my my father in law, who's Puerto Rican, <clears throat> he tells me a similar story where like Saturdays was like they would all go to his mother's house. And it was the same thing, just different sauce. That's nice. That's really nice. So you, we have a shalom, a Shabbat. Is it Shabbat or Shalom? Shabbat. Shabbat. So Jazz, you you converting? No, no, no. I'm 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 messing with crystals, my Buddhism right now, mm-hmm. and I'm just very Zen energy. I'm not really messing with the whole deity, you know. Um, I think God is an energy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm on right now. That's what I'm Do on. You right guys now. have money trees at home? Oh, oh no. no, I don't have a money tree. I'm giving my money tree a ton of love, but Good. I don't know if the love is coming back as far as monetary purposes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta talk to your money tree. Tell you, tell it you're proud of it. Clayton, are, are you? I mean. First of all, I, I believe in God. I do believe in God. I, I, yeah. I I'm a faithful. I like. I have believe in, in in spirituality and all that stuff. Same. I just don't subscribe to going to church, in, in churches. Um, what about you, Clay? Like, is my my one my joke? One of my jokes about religion is I say, uh, um, I'm not an atheist because I'm trying to get into at least like community heaven. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, like whatever kind of community college version of heaven. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, it, it, like it's all right. This is this is fine. But yeah, I'm not like my mom is like very religious. That was my question. Yeah, Could you like, imagine you and your mom up there, and your mom's in heaven, and you get to the pearly gates? I mean, and you're she like, Yo, worked, bro. She, she worked harder. Like, <laughs> you're talking to the bouncer of heaven. Yeah. Oh, Clayton, I don't know. Mom comes up and she's like, Clayton, I raise you better than that. How are you gonna show up late to 
fucking heaven. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Wearing the wrong yeah. dress code. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tupac and Prince are doing a concert right now, and you out here. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like, I I mean, realistically, like, there's a lot of people who can't get into heaven for like wild stuff. Like Michael Che has that joke, and it's like there was a time when you couldn't have a cheeseburger and that would send you to hell. Like, like you can't, you can't obsess with that. It's like, yo, we can't. It's part of the reason I can't convert. You know, you can't have cheese and meat together. You can't get over that part. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Mm -hmm. And then more Big Macs. How are you going to eat perni and like coquito? Mm -hmm. Oh, but if I become Muslim, I can't have pork. So it's, it's. Can't have fun. (laughs) I think it's interesting how people even need a religion, you know, like, Mm-hmm. I think spirituality is really important to people, and some people don't need it at all. And I think some other people is, are like, I want faith something. Faith and hope is something we need. That's, that's yeah. Believe in God and have faith and have hope and things. I think people just want community. That's why. I that's think so. people just want people they can rock with, and that's that or the yeah. tea. They need the yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, <laughs> that's the community. That's community. Like you got to keep it up. Like. For real. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna go crazy. Up so, here. Jazz, I invited Clayton to do a part two next week. I would love. Uh, Fun. I would love to continue this conversation on religion. Maybe next week, religion. Fuck it. Maybe, maybe next week we all come with a religious joke. We'll do religion. <laughs> yeah. Get get the writing. <laughs> HBO Max is airing a beautiful documentary on a genius, George Carlin. Uh, if nice. you haven't seen it, uh, it's amazing because he tells his story and then like he gives you a background because i think they started filming it before george died i'm mm. guessing um and uh, if you've never seen a george carlin stand up do yourself a favor and watch it because this shit no is worry. still relevant today um <clears throat> so religion yes next week's episode is on religion wow okay. all right yeah we'll let's, get let's get canceled <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my Puerto Ricans. Celebrate. Shout out to uh, my LGBTQ community. Uh, and shout out to me. I'll be, I'm 37 today. I'll be 38 next time you see me on air. My birthday's Woo! on Sunday. Yeah. Um, beautiful month for me. It's my birthday this Sunday. It's Father's Day the following Sunday. And it's my son's Aww. second birthday. So June is wow. it for me. June, oh, here we go. No, I was in the hospital. The day before, the day before yesterday, yesterday. I ain't stressed. I definitely call God. Like, yo, it's. <laughs> <laughs> you see, we need. Like, it's so good to have something to believe in, especially yeah. in times of need. I, I, I said like... it. It's just faith and hope. All you need is faith mm-hmm. and hope. Because if yep. you don't have hope that things are going to get better, I mean, your situation is as bad as it gets. If you're at that point, that's it's as bad as it gets. It's not going to get any worse. So, yeah. Um, don't the mind plays tricks on you. Mm. Amen. Mm-hmm. That'd be true. So if the All draft right. was happening, what religion you getting drafted to? Me? Save it. We'll do it next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next <laughs> week. Peace. Uh, you feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back.
back from the future So if I pull the trigger in the past, you know you and your future I'm still hustling, still hugging the block The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots I can't be stopped that's what I told you, I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas I'm cutting up white, smoking that green Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream I'm so sick, uh, check my throat quick My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks I'm like spoiled milk, the kids gone bad Then it's the menace, my pen touches the pad uh, Niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria I got the beam of the colors, diarrhea uh, Tie your strings to my feet cause I'm so fly Hopped out the DeLorean and it's Artie McFly